Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the tree is, is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We touched down from a higher plane. Why you made it here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My, my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you're still on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. It's here at Monday morning tight end at Tuesday at midnight. And we got our guy, Jason Dunn. There he is. <laughs> The professor, the professor Jason Dunn. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I thought I'd do a little something different. Huh? You know, roll <laughs> off here. We'll roll around in the in, in the in the show. What's going on, my brother? How you doing? It's, How's it going? it's going great, man. I you know, I doing a little a, a late night uh, episode. I know our some of our fans, some of our late night fans uh, like the uh, the late night stuff. I think uh, earlier because I, I had I scheduled the live like probably around like six or whatever, and I just kept extending it. I, I think okay. I had. A, I had a couple of people uh, DM me. What do you got? What do you guys gonna start the show? <laughs> and I was like, we're gonna start it at some point tonight. Um, but don't worry, you'll you'll have it for the morning. But um, yeah. Uh, so obviously, if we talked a little while ago. We t- talked about how this Broncos game feels like it was an eternity ago. But um, that was Thursday, and uh, now we got uh, JD telling us what he saw from his little his little film review and going through all the grades of all the players. Like so I'm, I can't wait every week. I think last week I had to do I did the grade report last week, and um, <laughs> I think our our guy uh, Marion uh, commented on it. And he said uh, we got we got a little bit of a good cop bad cop going with our grades because I was I was more lenient than you were, JD. <laughs> Is that right? Is that okay. Well, I tell you what, man. I, hey, look, I I, I I am a hard grader, but I feel like I'm fair. I'm a fair grader, right? I'm fair. Know, I'm helping people out. You know, I try to be very objective when I'm looking at these things, and I don't worry about who it is. It could be anybody. That's mm-hmm. why I get it. You know, so I'm just going to do it all based off performance. I'm going to do it based off the performance of how I view it as an NFL football player, for, you know, former player, and also to uh, being a uh, coach as well uh, in the business. And then uh, obviously from the standard that we've set of being a Kansas City Chief and Super Bowl champion. So, uh, I think that those things, if you take all those things in account, then the grades should be fair. They should come out. Nobody should be upset with what I have to say. You know, I feel like I'm being, I'm being fair now. Uh, you know, Marcus, don't you think? Don't you uh, think I'm- 100%. And I feel like, because, I mean, 
I, I played ball, not obviously at your level and stuff, but like, um, I feel like with my grades, I don't want to be too critical because I, I, I did all those things you just listed for yourself. I didn't really do all that. And I dog people who never played in those positions when they yeah. do do their analysis. I'm like, okay, you don't know what you're talking about. You never played the game. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, sit down. Um, so I, maybe I was a little more lenient because of that reason, JD, but yeah, your, your, your grades, I, I respect because you know, you're, you know what you're looking at. You look at things that most people don't look at. I'm going to, I'm just going to go back to the, um, the Jawan Taylor lining up when you were like, look at the way, look where Donovan Smith's lining up and look where Trey Smith is. And that's just like, he's lining up where Donovan Smith is. And that's not where it should be stuff that I, that I played, I played the game. Didn't look at that at all. And I was like, yeah. actually our guy, Lance, Lance, I was like, look, like I never thought of that. And I'm trying to look for stuff like this. And I never even thought to even look at that, the alignment aspect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, something has to be said for, you know, experience and, you know, and, and I was telling uh, today, uh, I was actually looking over the game again and again, and from my uh, my my nephew's room, and and you know, when the nurses was like, oh my goodness, like you know, playing football over again. I said, look, I you know, somebody who studied film and watched film, I could look at film for hours, absolute hours. I mean, you, when you get used to it, you just kind of get used to it, and I don't mind going and dissecting it. I know my wife sometimes when she sits there and she watches me when I'm looking at it and I might rewind. She's like, why are you rewinding it again? You know, I'm just like, I see something. I got to make sure that what I saw was correct. And I don't want to be wrong uh, in, in making that assessment, you know, because I will see something like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they missed that or, you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, man, I just know it. I'm a creature of habit. J- J.D., um in NFL film rooms, obviously you see a little bit of hard knocks and stuff, but like they don't show the entirety because some of the stuff could be boring, right? Yeah. High school, college, the one thing that we always used to laugh at was when there was a really bad play, mm-hmm. and whether it was at the practice film or it was a game film, and the coach just keeps rewinding it. Yeah. It's, just, it's completely silent in there. You may, you may hear the, 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 the pen clicks from the coach while he's like watching it, but right. like they just keep rewinding, rewinding, rewinding like, like 10 times over. And just silent. That that kind of stuff happens in the NFL as well, where it's just complete silence where the coach just continues to, to rewind a clip over and over again. Uh certain things, yeah, of course. You know, guys, same thing, you know, kind of laugh at it. You know, you don't want to be on the you know, receiving the end of being the guy that looks terrible in the field. <laughs> I remember what that felt like. I, I've been on, you know, those uh, those ends, you know, a couple of times. Not very often, but uh, you know, when it is, it's like, yeah, okay, like Look, we need to move past this. Let's go ahead and move past. But it is, it's, you know, it's good because it's, it's, it's a good coaching moment. Plus, what you do is guys are holding each other accountable. Coaches are holding guys accountable. But also, too, other guys are learning, right? Because it's like, okay, well, let's not make a mistake like this guy did. Okay? So we're all on the same page. Like, it's not okay for him. I don't care who he is. It could be the best player on the team. Uh, but you will need to understand that our standard is still the same for him. It is it's for you and everybody else in here. So that's important. Uh, because you don't want to play favorites. You know, that's the, that's the worst thing you possibly do is play favorites, right? Uh, it's funny because uh, your, your brother showed me the uh, the video with the, the tight end sk- uh, uh, skit uh, uh, and uh, with, with uh, Njoku and, and uh, Knox. Mm-hmm. It's like Knox can do anything right. <laughs> uh, but Njoku, you know, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, it was incredible. Like, it was kind of reminds me of that. Like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, but you can't play favorites. Well, it also uh, a learning for the young guys. It's a learning thing too, because 
they get lambasted by the coach in that in the film with the, with the other DBs and stuff. Like I'm not gonna want to make that mistake again. I'm not gonna want to be the guy they they call out too. Also, because the, the embarrassment aspect too. Because uh, I've been in rooms where it can be quite embarrassing. Obviously, oh, yeah. not, not the NFL level, but like, yeah, it can be very embarrassing when you get called out for <laughs> running the wrong route or like just looking lost out there. Oh yeah, those guys start laughing and go, "Shut up! It ain't funny." You know, they're getting our butts handed to us, and you over laughing over this. You know, yeah, he looks terrible out there, but that could be you. It could be anybody right here. So, you know, watch yourself, because you be, I might be you next play. I'll be putting up here. So, yeah, it, it is. It's one of those things, man. It's uh, you know, you got it. Like film, sometimes you just can't take it personal. You try not to take it personal. You always had to go in thinking this is a time just to get better. So. This is what this is. That's what I look at it. Yep. From, and, uh, from but it's from a good place. Believe yeah, me. of course. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a place of knowledge and um and 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 a lot of wisdom behind your uh, your grades too. So, well, I will say this though, Marcus. Also, you know, I'm not look. I'm, it, we're five and one. I'm not the guy that. Oh my gosh, what what is wrong with us? What you know? What are we doing? I'm not panicking. Yep. Well, what I'm looking at, I'm seeing things that we could get better at, and, and to me. That is promising because if these little things that I see happen and I'm making a, kind of an assessment about and talking about, I know the I know the guys are seeing this. I know the coaches are seeing the same thing, and so this is all good. So you know, I take it from this week to the very next time that we play and see if we have improved on the particular things. Yeah. And we we've heard and we've seen. You know, Andy comes up, PM talk. You know, come up. And they're saying the same thing that I'm saying or we're saying we're talking about, right? So like, these things are important, man. Like I said, we have a level uh, with the Chiefs that we need to be at, and it's okay to be there, right? You could be okay. critical and be fair with it, with the criticism. So, and there are already things that have come up from week one to where we are now. Like for example, the, I brought it up earlier: the alignment. We haven't turned from the, uh, we haven't heard about the alignment on Jawan Taylor or the false starts in like three weeks now. So, like there you go. There's our, there's already uh, positives and stuff. That's you know week one habit that's already broken by week six already. So like you know it's. So stuff like yeah. that we're not even talking about anymore. Right, right. Roan all you want to say the rips is not fair and he's being picked on all you want. All you can do is take care of your own house, right? Yep. And improve and get better. And he's done that. Yep, for sure. Bravo for him. Bravo. Yep. Yeah, bravo for Jawan Taylor. All right, JD. So what what position group are we uh are we starting the offense or defensive side of the ball? I know every uh, week, I know you change it up every week, so I do. I you know, I always I always say I'm gonna start on on our side of the ball. Okay. Uh, and you know I'm, I'm gonna keep it there. So what I'm gonna start with, I'm, I'm actually gonna start with, I have uh, graded out as an A performer. Okay, this group has gotten an A. All right, and I'm gonna just tell you who that is. That's the tight ends group. I'm gonna start it with, with my boys, my guys, my home, the tight ends. I'm gonna start out with that. Uh, and so that the, the A uh, just comes in with Travis playing Superman ball. That joker comes out there, man, and I, I didn't know if he was going to be able to, to to play or not. I don't know. This is one of those games that, yeah, you probably could have, you know, sat him down. That's a possibility uh, because it was the Broncos. Broncos hadn't really been that great as far as, uh, you know, with uh, with with any any offense they've gone against, okay? I mean, sure, we've seen the Dolphins hang up 70 of them jokers, you know, so they haven't been very good defensively. 
But Travis comes out there, man, and he does an incredible job. And I'm telling you, uh, you know, he's 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 out there just giving it to him. And he was open and he was maneuvering. He was making plays. He was doing his own thing. He pitched it over to Noah Gray, you know, and all of this stuff, man, is just creative. It's on the fly. But ultimately, man, he just came out there, man. He played super, you know, Superman ball because uh, all the things I thought like he would be bothering, being hurt, stuff like that, he got himself all together. And uh, I think without him, uh, this might have been a much tougher game. I mean, really, the way things were looking. And so it was, it, you know, he came out there, man, did a great job. Noah Gray did a great job. Came out there, gave a couple, you know, catches, uh, you know, blocked pretty well. Uh, Blake Bell, same thing. So uh, I gave my guys tight ends and eight. That's what they have, man. And so, of course, they pay into Taylor and all that all the time. So Travis and Taylor having the right to party with one another, having a great time, man, right? You know, so, you know what? I actually, I, I met some, some Swifties. Oh. Yes. I met some Swifties. I, I was at my uh, my school, uh, their homecoming this past weekend. And they seem I had my my purple Kentucky uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame jacket on to wear. And so they see me on the intercom because I was giving one to uh, to Larry Kirksey. Larry Kirksey, well-known coach in the league, uh, coach Jerry Rice, T.O., and all those guys. I mean, he's, he's done it. He's, he's been everywhere uh, and gave him his jacket. But some of the girls see me and like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, you played in Kansas City. I'm like, yeah, I did. She's like, so, you know, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? I'm like, well, no, I haven't. I don't know them. They was like, oh, my God, we're Swifties. And I'm just like, okay. So I was like. And I had no idea. I don't know anything about Swifties the whole day. I said, so how do you become a Swiftie? That's what I asked him. And he said, well, they, they both said, it was like, hey, I guess we could write your name in and you can be accepted. I don't know if it's true or not. I, I don't know. I, I think, but that's what I guess the club, I have no idea. I thought being a Swiftie was just being a giant Taylor Swift fan. I, I didn't think there was anything more than just wearing like a bracelet and being a big Swift yeah. fan. Yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe it's just a club like, you know, even something even more, right? Because she says you just write in or something that I could you can become a Swifty. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Well, you need so your I, you need your friendship bracelet. I think you need to have uh, uh, TG's uh, daughter uh, get you one of those, JD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. You know, <laughs> get one. You know, it's very very uh, creative. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it might do it. It might do it. So, it might make me a Swifty, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say this though, uh, since Kelsey's big game on Thursday, but guys been making the rounds. Uh, at, was at the the Phillies game, game one of the ALCS tonight, NLCS tonight, uh, yeah. SNL Saturday, and then uh, his brother's game on Sunday uh, in New York. So he's been uh, he's been making the rounds. Uh, I don't know how many days off uh, Andy gave us, but uh, it, it tries to be making the, the most of it. Yeah, man. Sometimes you just got you just need to get away from football for a little bit, and then, especially now during this time because he, he look. He needed a break. He needed to just get his body back together. And so, you know, everything's right up around the East Coast, right? So Philly and New York, all of it's just right there. So it's not not too bad. But he's traveling in, in good company, you know, with Taylor and, and, you know, everything, all that whole deal. So Yeah, he's got it good. Yeah, good for him. Good for mm-hmm. him. Uh, so I'll go to the next group. Next group, okay? Next group I got, I'm going to go to the running backs. Running backs, I give the running backs, I give them a B. I give them a B. OK, 
Okay, Pacheco, 16 carries, 62 yards, six catches for 36 yards. He had a great game. He really did. He had a lot of, like, tough yards just running, uh, you know, kind of being patient. And so when there was – I want to say not necessarily holes, but there was times that he just knew he had to have some tough sledding. He was there to do it. Uh, I wish they had given him the ball more in the red zone uh, close to the goal line, but they didn't. And I think that's what needs to change a little bit, to be honest with you. I, I didn't quite like our third down uh, choice of play calling. I didn't really like our, our, our choice of plays for the red zone as much. So I think he needs to be involved more. Uh, Jet McKinnon, you know, Jet, you know, catches a couple balls. He looked good, silky smooth up in the middle before I got called back with the holding call. Uh, but he looked good. He looked good. And so uh, I gave I gave him guys a beat. I gave him guys a beat. I think they did a pretty good job uh, the entire game. You know, just kind of, you know, like I said, you know, running hard. And even, you know, CEH coming in for his little time that he got, you know, uh, you know, adding on to what they did. So, B for those guys. J.D., I agree with the – it made no sense we were texting about during the game. The abandoning, abandoning the run during while we, get, we got to the red zone made absolutely no sense. But there was something I did notice throughout the game, and I don't know if it's the run calls that we're doing – but it seems like there, there was a point in the game where like Pacheco really wasn't getting uh, getting yards. He was he was he was kind of he was trying to bounce it, and it was like, dude, you're not don't try to bounce it, man. Just go go feel. I mean, now is that run scheme or is that him just trying to get more yards? And he was he thought he just kind of bounce it out and take it out the corner. Yeah, he's probably just trying to make a play. He's probably just seeing that you know maybe that's where the hole is. Let me try to find uh, you know some space out there. Uh, but you know sometimes and that's where where you you might get to the place. That everything seems clogged up. Well, let me know where there is room so I can run to try to outrun the defense or just run over a couple guys. Um, and so that's what I was saying. Like some of the hard yards, like like he was trying to push for. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And so you know, you could get caught. You know, guys are fast out there, man. And, and Pacheco, he's a big guy, but he he's a he's a powerful guy until you actually see the guys that's actually <laughs> either yeah. linebackers, defensive ends. You know that's coming up on him. So, um, yeah, he, he's probably just trying to find daylight. That's it. Mm. All it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna have a tough matchup next week against uh, the Chargers. A hungry Chargers team, as as our guy Brian Hudson's commented. Um, yeah, a hungry, a hungry uh, uh, Chargers team just lost and uh, a close one. But fifteen carries, thirty yards for Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's different type of running back than Pacheco, but like. The Chargers have been giving up some some decent uh, rush yards, and tonight they kind of they kind of filled that up and only 15 carries for 30 yards for uh, Tony Pollard. Yeah, we know Tony Pollard; he's one of the, the smaller guys, so he's going to go down on first contact, especially getting bottled up in there. He's not going to, you know, he pull away and run over anybody. Yeah, uh, that's what you expect. But you know, Tony Pollard, as soon as he sees an opening or something like it, that's what you that's what you got him for. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah, that's going to be tough. They're gonna be ready next week, man. That's, that was a big loss for them, especially against Dallas. Uh, so they're gonna—they feel like they're on the ropes. Like they gotta win. That's how they feel. And then, what's a better place to do it than in Arrowhead, right? Yeah. HA Field or whatever it is. I guess they call it now. No. Uh, but hey, the, the the Chiefs will be ready for them. Pacheco, Jet, and all them guys. CEA say I'll be ready for those guys coming next week. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and so now I'm gonna go to. Our QB, all right? We'll go to our QB. 
so now I've already given you the how I grade these things based off the standard. What what they he says the team expects, you know, what I know he's capable of doing. I actually gave Patrick Mahomes a C plus. Give him a C plus. Okay. Gave him a C plus. And the only reason I gave him a C plus could have been a B, but I a C plus. Um, I think some of he he didn't take what was given to him enough. Still looking for the you know the big plays, uh, throwing the ball down the field. He missed some guys that was open. Uh, that's what I say. Not taking what the defense gave him, uh, and you know he he could play better. Pure and simple, he could have played better. But you know got the win. He he did you know driving the ball down the field. Made some really good throws. He, he made he, he made that one dime throw to uh to Watson over there, man. That was that was a beautiful throw. And that's the pat I know. That's the guy I'm looking like, okay, that's that that's the dime thrower. That's what I'm looking for. And so um he played he played a decent game. C plus, you know, that's below his standard. That's what it is. It's below his standard. Patrick should be A, B plus all the time. And so he's uh he's still getting this whole thing put together. And I think part of this is on him where uh, some of the wide receivers need to grow into what they need to understand about the, uh, the offense, get everything, the intricate parts of everything. Okay. And he's got to help them in that growth. Uh, but he's got to give guys a chance. He's got to give them a shot, man. He got to give them an opportunity. I think a lot of it wasn't, he wasn't giving guys some opportunity that they needed it. So uh, C plus, Hey, look, I, I trust Patrick Mahomes without a doubt in anything, right? So I'm always going to be a hard grader on him, and he's going to be a harder grader on himself. So, uh, but Pat, man, he's going to get all this thing together. I know, I know for a fact he is, you know. And so, uh, you know, thank God it's him, as opposed to some other quarterback with these young guys. Believe that, you put it that way. You yeah. Know? Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm looking at some of these quarterbacks with the veteran guys, and they all, you know, they missing them. I mean, we have seen that with Herbert tonight, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, context is everything too. I mean, we're, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, so like this C plus, some this C plus would actually be some guys A's or A minuses or B pluses, yeah. but this yeah. is Patrick Mahomes, so like Patrick high Mahomes. stance for the guy. So yeah, I mean that's. Yeah, I'm gonna be fair to Patrick. I'm gonna be fair, you know. Yeah. C plus with him, uh, so I know he'll he'll look at the to to you know. Sew some things up. He he's gonna get there. I don't. I, no doubt in PM fifteen, man. Big fan of PM fifteen. So, so this ain't never ain't no hate, man. Ain't never no hate on PM fifteen. No, no. Um, and he even said, like you said, he said it himself after the game. He said we need to really clean up the red zone. Um, I need to do better. And he also mentioned some of his receivers that he thinks are gonna step up here soon. And I think you're about to get the receivers, but yeah. Uh, and then we have a comment again, Brian Hudson. Um, maybe the wide receivers need to work on getting better separation for Patrick Mahomes. Um, well, uh, they they both have things to do. So Patrick can help them out as far as with the separation, putting the ball on when they need to. You know, the times that they are separating from uh, from the from the defense, Pat starts throwing the ball to them. So it's on both their shoulders. That's where I look at it. Not to mention that sometimes, you know, when you run in man coverage, you got to do a lot of, you know, picking and things like that to get guys open. Uh, so, you know, I, there, there was a comeback that 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 Sky Moore ran. 
looked beautiful. Pat threw one to him. I was just like, oh, okay, that looks new. Those comebacks should work all the time, especially with a receiver like that, all the time. Yeah. Uh, so that was great. That was great. Pat puts them right on the dime, right in the chest, Rasheed Rice. Uh, those balls look good. Those are crispy balls. And so I want to see Pat get the ball out of his hands decisively, like I know he can, right? That point where he's just not looking for Kelsey, and it seems like he leans on him so much because he does, and he knows him. Uh, I want him to start finding that type of a rapport with more receivers, you know? So, not, and I know he will. I know he will. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So then I, let's go to the wide receivers since we're talking about them. Since, we, since they in the conversation, that's why I'm bringing them up, man. So I actually gave the, the, the wide receivers, I gave them a C. I gave them a C. Uh, for the simple fact, Kadarius Tony's the, the option he probably should have given trying to run with a football crazy the whole play call in itself was just it was just weird to me you know i mean seriously um but rasheed rice another bright spot this week catching the football getting up the field bursting like he was and i'm telling him like man he caught the ball and i'm looking at this guy like man whoa like this is what this guy has uh we need to get him more involved in what we have we have been doing we need to get him more involved in what he had been doing so that's the thing about it. I gave him a C because of that. Now, Rasheed has to get better blocking, okay? So I can give him high praise, but I'm going to also get on him because his blocking looked like trash. It, it was. Some of those plays, man, he just he missed his guys. He just missed them. And I'm just like, dude, like, this is part of your job. You got to block, you know, when you don't have the ball in your hands. And so it's something that, you know, me as a coach, and I'm watching this because I coach wide receivers, my demands on guys – Hey, you got to go step on these guys' toes. That's what you got to do against a DB. You got to make sure he's not going to be in there for the tackle. A couple, couple of times, this guy's gotten in there for a tackle. Now, I don't like that whatsoever. I don't. Okay? Because these guys are blocking their tail off to help you when you run it with the football. Running back, whoever's getting the, whoever's getting the ball, just sweep, uh, sweep, it don't matter. You need to block for your guys. Do a much better job. Is he not? I, I haven't noticed that. Is he, is he just not engaging with his stock block like a uh, – like fast enough, or or his DB's coming up to faster than he's getting to them. Yeah, his 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 feet. He's just you know he's got semen in his feet. He's not moving his feet, using his hands, and so it's not like he's even lunging. But he's trying to throw a punch, and they already rock. You know, Olaying him fast. Mm-hmm. But you gotta you gotta keep fighting, and it's like you like when you have somebody blocking and somebody's trying to get past you, you gotta keep going. You gotta keep going. You know what I mean? And he's just he's just not sustaining his block. Let me put it that way. Okay, yeah. so you can initialize with a guy, but you got to sustain it. So he's got to do a much better job of that. Uh, other than that, wide receiver wise, uh, didn't really see too much else. You know, I mean, you know, Sky caught a couple balls, good for him. Uh, I think that's it, pretty much it. T- Tony had a touchdown. Well, Tony had yeah the touchdown with Tony, yeah, right. So that was good. So the season, it's good. You know, I think it's good. Place to be, and what they yeah. show is a C. Uh, but like I said, that one we did with the option man, just I was like, okay, I they probably need to scratch that one again. Ball it, yeah, no way. they don't work the, right. The play calling, the, the also we, we talk about the, the red zone play calls, not running the ball, banning the ball, uh, banning the run. You had the weird Tony like take the snap and uh. 
not give to Pacheco and then they could tackle for a loss. Tony also threw a pass. That whole like double pass thing was odd. Um, and then obviously the Noah Gray uh, fake field goal uh, uh, tush push play that didn't work from fourth and two. I mean, I there was a couple weird plays. Kathy Welch is commenting on that. Yeah, well, just all weird plays, like plays that you should never saying. And okay, what what are we doing? What what are we what are we tr- actually trying to do? And I get it. Like if it, it Darius, if you see a guy's double teamed, okay, you don't have the clear shot. Don't throw the football. Take off running with it or throw it out of bounds if you want to, right? I'm sure they've run this play in practice several times, and they told him, throw the ball away. If you don't have a clear shot, run with it if it's open. But more importantly, don't throw an interception. Throw it away, right? So I, I think he just took a chance, and I'm just like, no, whoa, what are you doing? So – uh, receiver wise um we'll get into this for our midweek show our, our regular chief concern show but like justin watson's gonna be out for the foreseeable future um a few weeks at least yeah someone's gonna have to step up we talked you, you said you didn't see anything else from anybody else mbs another another game with that without a catch three three games in a row sky Moore third game with the two catches or less um Someone needs to step up. Justin Watson's gonna be out now, and he's been and he's been a one of the few bright spots in the receiver room all throughout the season, making big plays and big plays each week. Um, someone's gonna have to step up. Justin Ross is gonna have, someone like Justin Ross might have to step up. <laughs> <laughs> they got to give him a shot. That's how I look at it, Marcus. He's got to earn his, that shot. If they let him have it, an opportunity, hopefully he will get that opportunity to show that. That's the thing about it. Okay. We know he's got talent. That's one thing. The thing is, I, I just, you know, he's got to get the opportunity. Now, Lenny said, okay, now, Lenny, I, I don't ascribe to that thought process whatsoever. I think it's actually like, uh, no, the one he was talking about that Reed is having, yeah, I believe Reed is saving his best place for the postseason. No, no reason. Shoot, you got to win during the season now to get to the postseason. The thing is, Reed, Reed is so creative that he's not saving his best play. Like, he's he's got to find out what guys can do right now. And so there's no sense waiting to find out what a guy can do later on. Like, you got to do everything right now. So you, you want to make sure that the guys are running the plays that you're going to run, okay, and you got to put them in for it so they can execute those plays. So he, I don't think he has a whole different playbook. It's just it's not how it works. What you do is you have a wrinkle. You change it up. So it's all window dressing. That's what it is. You run it at different formations, different sets, different personnel, and you run it different ways. And so they do a great job of window dressing and dressing everything up for it all to look different, but it's actually the same place. So they're very good at that. They're very good at that. So, yeah. Uh, my thing, JD, is um, just talking about the, at the end of the, at the end of the game when they did the press conference with Mahomes. He just because they asked about Rasheed Rice, his first take was, "Yeah, Rasheed's coming along great. We've gained a really good rapport. We're only adding to that." Well, you're going to see soon some of the other young guys, Justin Ross, have a big game here soon. Sky Moore have a big game here soon. So, like, he's. I mean, they they know stuff, and yeah, maybe they're not like kind of too uh, too. Uh, Lenny's point about saving his best place for the postseason. I don't know saving the best place for the postseason. I think. They're waiting to get certain young guys more involved second half of the season. And I don't know if it's a play thing. I think it's more 
they're waiting for some of these guys to get kind of get more confidence as they kind of give them more of a role. And I think we're going to be forced into having to give Justin Ross a role with the whole, um, with the Justin Watson injury now. Yeah. But I guess, you know, and what I'm saying is, you know, we, we give them a role, you know, you got to know, make sure the guy's capable of doing those things, right. Having that role, he, you know, is he responsible enough? Is he consistent enough to play this role? And so the thing is, we just, you know, we, we got to know that, okay, the level that what they're expecting a guy to be and what he's going to do, uh, they got to show it in practice. So what we've seen, what MVS is supposed to be, MVS is supposed to be the guy that's taking the top off the defense, yeah. right? That guy has been Justin Watson during this time. And I'm thinking, well, we got this guy from Green Bay for a reason. We got MVS here for a reason. He's looking for the burner, the speedster, to run the deep rods. And we just haven't seen a lot of that. We just haven't. And the thing is, we've been throwing that to Justin Watson. And rightly so. Justin's been showing up. He's been balling out of control. He really has. Yeah. So we need to, we need to find a guy that, that has that ability that can do that. And so, uh, you know, Justin Ross, if he if he's that guy to find out, we need to find out. We need to find out in practice. We do it in practice, we're gonna put you in the game. That's how it works. Works in practice, we're gonna work, we're gonna put you in the game. Ain't no sense having a guy in practice and he catches 10 to 12 balls and all of a sudden you just got him playing special teams. That just not how it works that way. It's the same thing like conspiracy theories like well, they want to put him in because he's an undrafted free agent and you got a second rounder. If the guy can play and he can help us win. He will play to help us win. He will only get better. So you want to make sure guys in there to get better. And so hopefully now, like you said, with the with the because of the injury to Justin Watson, uh, you know, Ross will get a little bit more playing time. Right. But let me get back on these grades real quick. Okay. Sure. What we talking? So now I'm going to the O line. All right. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. This is stuff we're gonna be talking about anyway on you know on the show. Uh the, the O line. Did a pretty good job protecting Pat for the most part. Okay. It really did. I think they held up really well. Uh, and so uh, I didn't really see a whole lot of pressure on Pat because the guys did a great job. And Pat would try to extend plays with his legs, and that's where they hold the ball for a little bit too long and whatnot. Uh, but they did a pretty good job. I, I know we had like the holder penalty against uh, Jawan Taylor. Uh, but for the most part, man, they 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 blocked the tail off. They did, you know, knocking some guys over like they like doing. They love blocking. They love blocking. They love coming off the football and hitting guys in the mouth. Okay, and I love seeing them play that bully ball. We need to be giving them that in the in, in from the ten on. We need to give them that in the red zone, so those guys can just absolutely just come off the football and hit guys dead in their chest and their throat. Uh, and you know, when when we see that happen. They get yards. They get yards. So uh, I gave these guys a B. I gave the O line a B. Okay. Across the board, I think that as a unit in itself, I gave these guys a B. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. They do. You could, hey, they absolutely love blocking for Pacheco. They really do. So I always said big guys don't like getting in, you know, uh, getting a, a, a little kick, you know, out of they, they stand, you know, kicking back you know they want to be able to hit guys right now so they don't like retreating and then having to punch guys let me come off and hit a joker you know in, in his ear and his throat and his mouth and you know his nose let me hit him like that okay i don't want to keep absorbing things i want to deliver some blows and i love it because we got some bullies up front 
I love it, man. When I see Donovan, Jawan, Trey, Thune, when them guys come up and hit people, you see them fall over the pounds. I love it. I love seeing that, man. That's like my I love. So I gave these guys a B, man. Uh, good job by the O-line. Okay? Good job for them. Now, I'm going to go to the uh, defensive side of the ball. Defense. 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 Now, I'm going to start with my guys. I started with an A last time. I'm going to start with my guys that had the highest score on my list on the defensive side of the ball. It's my linebackers. Okay? My LBs. My LBs. I gave my LBs a B. B, B plus is really where they probably need to be living with this. But, yeah, hey, man, for real, uh, welcome back, Bolton. Nick Bolton, welcome back. Okay? Thank you coming back with your presence and your leadership, uh, everything that you just, you, you've shown that you are. And some people don't like you for whatever, you know, oh, he's not, he, he's been a dog. He's been a dog since he got in the league. I know when he was in the SEC, he was the leading tack in the SEC. Nick Bolton is that guy. Okay. And so you can tell the ferocity of how the defense plays when he's in there. You can tell the general when he's putting everybody in place where you need to go, what gap you need to be. He's moving everybody, hitting him butt. Get over here. You need to be here. Directing traffic. He's the conductor. And so he uh, he played a masterful game. Masterful game. Uh, and so did Chanel. Chanel came in, man, from that backside. From weak side linebacker, hit the lane. That's 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 a high accurate play right there. He seized it, and he goes. Okay? He didn't waste, he didn't waste no time. He went and made the play. So Leo, man, he looks good. Look, he, he looks better every every week, man. He does. He looks like a vet. That's how good he is. So, like I see him growing uh, from where he was and where he is now. He, he's he, he's getting there. He's getting there. Yeah. Uh, Tranquil, Gay. Those guys did the same thing, man. You know, solid job. All those guys, solid job. So they got to be for it. Uh, now my next guys. Uh, I'm gonna go to. Uh, let me go with my D line. Okay, D line. I gave my D line my C plus. I didn't want to leave, you know. So I gave my my D line a C plus. Okay, uh, did a good job. Should have been better against the run, a little bit. Did a lot of double teams and the senior ones weren't coming off like they should have. Uh, got a little uh, winded at times. There was times could have got Russell Wilson down. Didn't do it. Missed a lot of you know sacks. Uh, George Kalafkis missed some sacks, man. Uh, and so we we got to get the D line going. But I, you know, I got a high standard for them guys too. I I, I do, you know, because Chris comes back, you know. So I need to see that. I need to see Chris dominating as a dominant player. He's one of the best in the league. I need to see him dominate, and he did that. They they was holding him, and they didn't even call it. There was times Chris was just beating him badly, and I think the rest felt sorry for the guard. <laughs> you know, because I know he's probably sitting there with the whistle, like, man, if I call this right now, I'm gonna be calling it all game. They're literally like on his legs holding. Man, it could have been a holding call against him practically every time uh they was trying to block uh Chris. So uh but C plus everybody else did a pretty decent job. Uh Dan and uh Nandi, all those guys kind of solid. C C plus is where I, where they at, C plus. So it's not a bad job by those guys, right? Yeah. Not a bad They're going to get uh, a who back this week. Oh, yeah. Cavalry's coming, baby. Yeah, I got a bet on it. And a who coming back, too. 
ain't gonna tell you who with, uh, but <laughs> yeah, there's some 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 things I got I got a I got a dinner on this one on a minute who his return this week. So what 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 what, what is the bet? The bet is okay uh, that the men who will not dress for the game or won't be on a roster. Who's going to take a roster spot? I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. It's just um, what? Nothing. I, well, yeah, you, yeah. you you got a free dinner coming your way, JD. <laughs> I know. I already knew. I was like, man, you must be crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. So it was, and I get, you know, maybe somebody was trying to, but I'm just like, look, man, because I like to do was sitting on the couch the whole entire time. He's mm-hmm. been getting ready. So he has time to get come back for the game. Chris came back and played. Yeah. Who we signed him, his butt was out there. So men who's gonna be ready. So that's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm looking to get my, my nice little meal. So that's it. I just I'm just gonna say that. So uh and if this guy's if he's watching this, he knows exactly who who he is. He knows who you are. He knows y'all. Uh-oh. Entire trading, JD. <laughs> uh, no, 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 not at all. Uh, uh-uh. but uh, but yeah, it's a good bet. It's a good, it's it's a good bet. It's a good bet. So I go to my my corners and my safeties, and I got those guys. I gave my secondary a B. I actually should probably give them a B plus because I'm looking at the B, and the B don't quite look right. I like yeah. I like I like more of the B plus, right? Uh, I'm gonna say this. Uh, I think to me, this is my own opinion, but I believe that this was probably Justin Reed's best complete game. That, that's I, that's my opinion. I agree. I at it. The, the way he was flying around the field, I mean, he was tattooing folks. I'm talking about man, he was lighting guys up. I mean, he's knocking balls down. He was literally like all over the field. Like anytime, like the ball was out in you know in space, he was out there making a play. And I'm just like, man, what? Who pissed him off? <laughs> like really? You know, like he's you know he's kind of you know he's 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 a good guy. You could tell he's he's highly intelligent, have high football IQ. It seemed like somebody took off the safety pass from him. Said just go right. I don't know if it was him himself just took off the collar and just <laughs> he just he just came in. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. That's when I see a safety, that's what a safety does. They come down and they impose their will. And, and Reed was doing it for the defense. And I was just like, this dude looks like a madman. If he plays like that for the rest of the year, that everybody's gonna be in trouble. Seriously, so yeah. uh, great job, McDuffie, uh, Snead, all those guys did a great job, they really did. So, you know, you have a couple of holding call things like that happen. I mean, it's, you know, it's gonna be a course of the game, things are gonna happen, but other than that, McDuffie making the little uh, the hit on the sideline, you know, getting a fumble from him recovery. A defense man is is is, is being they're, they're, they're playing incredible ball right now, yeah, like Patrick said, they're. Carrying the offense, and they are. Yeah, he should be giving them the credit because rightfully so. That's what they're doing. And so, when you sit over looking at defense that is so stingy, that is so unforgiving, uh, as as somebody that plays on the offensive side of the ball, that's that's the greatest comfort you could possibly have. Okay, 
And I know Patrick's sitting there saying, like, look, we got to give these guys some help. It ain't like they need help. They're doing it on their own. But just imagine once we get our stuff together, what it's all going to look like. Yeah. We're all going to look like at that point, right? Pat, so. Pat's is happy for the first time in his career going back to college where uh, Texas Tech would give up like 40 points a game. And then yeah. playing and, and some of the years he's had been on this team where they've let up a lot of points and he had to carry defense and for the first time he's he's being carried in his NFL in his college or NFL career. Yeah, but that's that's why it looks weird to everybody, right? Because it's like, hold on, wait a minute. You know, this never had to happen with Pat. Yeah. Pat comes in there, you know, he wakes up, he could turn over and, and, and throw 40. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we we know that. This is a thing where it has been so kind. Of, I won't say so lopsided. Don't want, that's not really, but he hadn't had such an elite defense like he like they are now, right? Yeah. I, I would I would say the words I'm using. There are an elite defense. I think they're one of the top defensive teams in the in the NFL right now. Yeah. Seriously. So uh, not only the record shows it, but also too uh, what they've done against some really good offensive teams, and. Yeah. Uh, let's not discount that because they are playing a, a, an incredible, incredible ball. It's going to be a great challenge for them come this week. It's going to be a oh, great yeah. challenge come for them this week. So, yeah, division game and also one of the best quarterbacks and best offenses with Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. Yeah. Um, also, another thing, too, which I would something we've talked about the turnover differential. We were yeah. able to get two interceptions in this game. Justin Reed had one, Bolton had one, and the, the fumble, uh, Trent McDuffie forcing that. So, like, the, the turnover differential problem that we had last year, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't not much of a problem, but it was something that was noticeable. Yeah. First part of the season, we weren't really getting interceptions. We have three now uh, through six weeks. Pretty solid. And then, and also the, the fumbles. I mean, so we're creating turnover, something that we, we did not do last year. Uh, and we obviously we know the outcome of what happened last year, but like our defense is doing everything. It's, rushing the pass or it's stopping the run. It's creating turnovers. It's just all around awesome just to just to have and as as a fan and i I didn't really grow up in the marty ball days i grew up a little bit after that in your days jd where i i I watched you all growing up and there really wasn't the defense wasn't kind of the achilles heel of the team and then kind of throughout the years after that kind of a mix of you know not not having the best defense we had some years of of great pass rush with tomba and justin houston and dj doing his thing but like it was never elite like this it was mostly a bend don't break defense um Right, right. And now we actually have this elite defense, and as if the offense can get get it together, I can't imagine when we put all all three parts of the game together, it's going to be wild. It's, it's going to be a beautiful sight. It really, it really will be, uh, you know, because just from from the front to the back end. I mean, we're very strong. We are, and so the minute who comes back, we're going to even be even better. That's the thing about it. I'm expecting this to be even better. With him coming back, so uh, yeah, man, Pat, he 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 is loving this. He is absolutely loving this. And defense is having fun. I, I think for a long time they was like, "Hey, man!" Everybody kept talking about how good the offense is. You know, we, it's time for us to get our little shine going on too, right? So uh, we need to give a you know what we need to give our defense a nickname. I think they've earned it. They huh? What do you think? I think they've earned a a, a good name. We had to figure one out, but you know, we come on the next show. I'll, I'll have a good name to call this defense. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, JD, uh, the one person I don't think is getting enough credit. We, we gave him a little shout out on our post game show. 
Harrison Butker, special teams. What, what do you give the special teams this week? Special teams, I give them a B plus. I'm gonna give them a B plus. Okay, uh, Butker, uh, A, no doubt about it, man. The dude was solid. At, at, you know, as good as he always has been. Uh, the, he, the lightsaber of the team, right? So we get down there five times. Butker kicks it all in, uh, making it all look easy, clutch. Uh, and it's just, you know, just to see him uh, absolutely kick the air out of the ball. He's uh, that I give him, you know, a B plus. The only reason I give him a B plus, not the A, is uh, gave him a few yards on the return ball. Could have probably been a little bit better on returns on that. But Townsend and Buckner, definitely that little, the takes him down from the A is that little fake, whatever it was. Try to get in, you know, fourth and two, fake field goal, and we run that play. The little push tush, you know. So I don't know, man. I, I, I uh, it's, uh, yeah. And, no. and to run that play from, it wasn't not only running that play. It was fourth and two. That play, I, I said, that play works when it's like fourth and inches, fourth and one. Yeah. Fourth and two, though, for a team that's for a team that's really not even really getting it on fourth and ones, anyways. We're trying it on fourth and two and a fake Google. It made no sense to me, JD, at all. Yeah, so we so we give it to Kadarius Tony for the option you know, 31, not Pacheco, and Townsend fourth and two, uh, for the push tush. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, zero sense, uh, you know, hey, but hey, you know what. If you got the, the cojones to try it, go ahead. Why not? You're an arrowhead. You're at home. Your defense is playing good defense. Why not? Why not try it? Okay? It, it almost comes across, uh, at least for the um, – and I don't know what you guys – we have some people in the chat. I don't know what you, anyone thinks about this, but, like, it almost comes across as if we're looking for ways to make this Kadarius Tony thing, like – like, look, you know, we have this special piece on office, a special weapon. We can do all these things with them. It almost looks like we're going out of our way to, like, try to make it seem like it, you know, it could work, right? And it's like, let's just run normal offense. Let's just let's just do it. Let's let, let Pat give 15 the ball, you know, or hand the ball to Pacheco on a, on a, on a fourth and short or third and short. I just, you know, when you have PM 15, we, I think Tay just said it on a postgame show, we don't, we don't have Andy Dalton back there. We have Patrick Mahomes back there as our quarterback. Let, let him do his thing. I don't want Tony doing his thing. You should never take the ball out of PM 15's hands, ever. Anytime he has a chance to affect the game, you make him do it. I mean, that's that's why he's the best in the league. That's why you pay him the big bucks. But a simple fact, you want the ball in his hands all the time. Yeah. Okay? None against Townsend or Tony, but PM 15 is the guy. He's the man, right? So – we understand that the Grim Reaper, that's when you give the ball to him, okay? That's how that's how it works. But, yeah, man, I just uh, – yeah, we, we didn't do a much better job uh, offensively on short yardage and uh, the red zone. We have to. We have got to find a way. We have got to find a way. And that's something that we, we know we got to improve on, okay? Pat might have to go in there and start talking about some of the things – what you know what they're running what they call it okay so you know we got to make sure you know that look we got to get this phase of everything going up we got to get it all better 
Got to get it better. Yeah, and Pat said on the post game show that uh, with the Amazon post game show that red zone they need to, they they need to fix that. And so they the same stuff we're talking about they they already know already and they're already fine tuning it right now. So like I and, and, that, and that's the beauty too the fact that our defense is so good. It's like if there was if and, and, and all these hot take shows they always want to say oh it's like you know the, the Chiefs they don't look as good right now. But like the fact that our problem. Right, our problem, so called five and one, our problem, our problem is our offense. Aha, the last, the rest of the league, man, needs to be very scared because the fact that our problem right now is our offense. We're trying to figure out our offense with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. Good luck. I mean, because like once that's right. figured out, it's good night, right? But you know, we, we are we are plagued by our own success, we know that, okay? And so everybody's looking for every to put up 35 40 points every week. Every single week, that's what we're looking for. And when we make predictions, all our predictions is always high. We're always true. We're always thirty something up, you know, <laughs> forty. I mean, that's what it is. And so we are spoiled. You know, we we have a small bunch of, of, of fan base and everybody included. Everybody, even me, we all are spoiled with what's been happening over the past few years uh, with this team, Patrick Mahomes and his offense. And so when things look we're not getting our 40 points and we cried about that. Hey, then, you know, it's more as projected on maybe them that they're not feeling the same type of uh, pressure, you know, because I know to them, they, you know, they, they, they think of it differently. And so sometimes you don't listen to all the noise out there. You just know, you just got to take care of your business and you had to do it, you know, uh, strategically, systematically, methodically going in and just going over the fundamentals, getting these things right. So part of that is, yeah, the, the, the Tony thing and you know, running plays with him and trying to put in just, you know, Justin Ross, all those guys, they're going to be looking over all of that. They're, they're going to explore that. I know those guys do a great job of that evaluation. Uh, so I don't have any, any issue with it. Uh, but I do, do believe that they, well, I know they have to get better on third down in, in, in the red zone. So, yeah, that's regardless of whoever the personnel is. That, that, that's who the personnel. Yeah. You, you got to be better on third down and that red zone for sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, based on what we saw, it looks like he's found another guy he can go to on third down with between Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. That crucial third down at the end of, at the end of the game, like we Rasheed Rice was the guy there. So like he's got he's got a guy he's starting to trust now. It's just maybe bring along some of the other guys, some of the other young bucks, which right, I think man. will happen. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. So that's the way I look at it. Okay. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, I, hey, I, I love the fact that we had everybody on. Uh, we had a lot of people on this late night show. Um, oh, okay. Our, awesome. our, our Monday morning tight end show. Monday morning tight end show. Um, JD and I will be back on Bleacher Report on Wednesday at one o'clock. That'll be our Chief Concerns episode. We'll cover all the topics for this week to preview the Chargers game. Um, but if you don't catch that, if you are busy at one o'clock, this that episode will be right on our YouTube channel, and you can also get it on Apple or Spotify. We thank everybody for chiming in and engaging with us on this late night hour. We love it, and Jay engage with us. Tell him that JD's crazy. Oh, he's, he's oh, there's a bad grade for him. Please let me know. Okay, I like hearing it. We we do. We do. Like <laughs> yes, we do. All right, guys. We hope everyone has a good night. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, 
Subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.